0: to the Ready, Set, Disney Podcast. As always, I am your host, Corey G. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. If you're new, we appreciate you finding us. Hopefully, you're going to tell a friend how awesome uh, the podcast is and how much you learn from it. Uh, this week's episode, I'm gonna we're going to go uh, piggyback off of last week. Last week, we were talking about saving time in Disney, and this week, we're going to talk about saving money in Disney. Now, I did time first because I feel like saving time in Disney allows me to feel as though the money that I'm spending on my vacation is a little better spent. I get more value by saving time than necessarily saving money, but I know for some people— Uh, it's a very expensive trip for everybody. It's a very expensive trip. And for some people, it's important to try to get those expenses down. So we're going to go through. I'm going to go through. I'm alone again this week. So if you were hoping to hear from my wife, I'm sorry to disappoint. But she will definitely be on the next episode. Uh, But this week, I'm tackling money alone because, you know, my wife spends it like crazy. So, yeah, I'm going to do this one alone because she probably wouldn't agree with any of these. Um, but, yeah, we're going to give you some tips, some advice, some ideas on how you can maybe lessen the cost of your trip. They'll. Some of these aren't new. You've heard us talk about them before because, honestly, I do utilize some of these tips and tricks. Uh, so, you know, it's not something that, you know, I just read an article and, and and regurgitating what I've read. This is stuff that we've actually done on our own as well. So, uh, let's get started. So the first, you know, if you if you do research, uh, you know, tips and ways to save money on your Disney trip, the number one tip that you're gonna find everywhere is probably my favorite tip, and that tip is a visit during the off season, and and I love this tip because this is clearly not people that have kids or have children in school, or have uh, 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 care about their child's education, or have a wife that is an educator. I can't do that. So why is that everyone's number one tip? A lot of folks that are going to Disney don't have that as an option. I I think anybody that throws that out there should probably be kicked, kicked in the junk in a town square. I think it's the most ridiculous, stupid tip Anyone could give someone who has uh, plans on going to Disney, oh, well, yeah, you should visit during the off season. First off, there really isn't an off season anymore. So good luck finding that. Disney has monopolized the entire calendar, so that, or monetized the entire calendar, so there is no off season. You know, what traditionally was September, October was a little bit of a slower time, or September anyway, August, September. That's not true anymore. That's still a busy time for them. Um, January, February, they've got you know festivals or marathons or uh, all kinds of stuff. So the the idea that there's like an off season is not really true. And again, for a lot of us, an off season option isn't available. So I'm gonna give you tips and tricks that you can use. If you have children and you have to go with those sort of tough times of the year, like, you know, when parents have to go with their kids, school vacations, the summer, the holidays, all that kind of stuff. And the first tip is one that you will always hear us preach about, and that is renting vacation club points. It's a little pricier maybe than staying at a Pop Century, uh, you know, that lower tier value resort. Yes, it is pricier than that. It's probably the same price that you're going to pay at a moderate resort, but I'm telling you again, time is money, and the amount of time you're going to save traveling back and forth, the value resorts are always very far away from the parks, the energy that you're going to spend, and and just the overall experience that you're going to get at those value resorts does not compare to the experience that you're going to get if you rent vacation club points, You stay at a deluxe hotel, you get the extra park hours because you're staying in a deluxe hotel. Yes, that's right. When you stay at a deluxe hotel, they leave the parks open later for only deluxe resort guests. Um, In the past, it has been Magic Kingdom and I think Epcot that were open later. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just the perk of staying in the deluxe hotels I don't know how much longer they're going to keep that around. So if you're going, totally tell you to take advantage of that. Stay at a deluxe hotel. Rent the vacation club points. It's going to cost you the same amount as a moderate hotel. And it's 10 times the experience between the food and the travel and all that other good stuff. So tip number one, rent vacation club points. You'll also know we can help you with this. We are now uh, affiliated with Dave's, David's Vacation Club. We can help you rent vacation club points, or you can also use DVC Rental Store. We haven't had an experience with DVC Rental Store, but I've read great things about them. The two that come, uh, the two highly recommended ones are David's Vacation Club and DVC Rental Store. So, I would say if you're going to do it, go that route and again, we can always help you if you would like. Another park tip that I really like that we have done ourselves, shop around for your park tickets. Don't necessarily purchase them from directly from Disney. You can we have also gotten discounts or better pricing from undercover tourist. Or your AAA, um, your local AAA agency might be able to help you uh, secure tickets as well. Uh, sometimes, uh, as some of you may know, we can also help you book your tickets uh, because we are Disney travel agents. So sometimes the Disney travel agents also get pricing. So, a couple of options you reach out to Disney, check that price, go to Undercover Tourists. You can always hit us up, go to our Ready Set Disney blog. Send us an email. Ask us to check into park tickets for you. We'd be more than happy to do that um, and see if we can save you some money. So, yeah, don't necessarily think that I have to go to, you know, my Disney experience and purchase my tickets directly from there. Shop around. There are some really good options out there for um, getting park tickets and maybe saving a couple of bucks on them. The next uh, price of uh, money-saving tip we would give you is, you know, we're big. I'm I'm a big believer in character meals. They are a little pricier. But again, I'm going to go back. I'm going to probably say it a hundred times in this episode. To me, time is money. And if I don't have to wait in a 40-minute line to have my kid's picture taken with Mickey and I can just do it at a breakfast, that's money well spent for me. So that's the advantage to doing character meals is you're going to save time. You don't need to wait in lines. There's all different kinds. You can pretty much cover most of the main characters, right? If you wanted to see Mickey and Minnie, there's the Cape May breakfast at uh, the Beach and Yacht Club. There is, uh, I think, the Tusker House does it at Animal Kingdom. There is Chef Mickey's, of course, at the Contemporary. Highly recommend that. What a great experience that is. That when you you know most of these you get the uh, the main characters. You know you're going to get your Mickey, your Minnie, your Donald, uh, Pluto, Goofy, Daisy. I mean, you're going to get most of those. You can also knock out Lilo and Stitch at the Polynesian. Um, you can do princesses at Cinderella. You can do Sleeping um, Beauty and the Beast at the Beast Castle. I mean, there's just a ton of ways to see a variety of characters by doing a, uh, a character meal instead of just necessarily standing in line Waiting for the characters. I think it's a great option. Saves you a ton of time. The other thing I would recommend is doing a breakfast. Because obviously a breakfast is cheaper than a lunch or a dinner. Just, I mean, breakfast is always cheaper. So that is also another way to do a character meal even on the cheap. Is to go for breakfast, and you can bang out some of those easy to find characters without waiting in line, um, and get your picture taken and that kind of fun stuff. So yeah, I we recommend a character breakfast uh, b- before even a lunch or a, or a dinner. But yeah, that is a, a that's one way to also save time and money is uh, is that option. The other um, we were talking about park tickets, uh, and I say. I'm a huge believer in not buying park tickets on the days of your travel. So the day you come into Disney World and the day you leave Disney World. I I personally don't think park tickets are necessary. You're exhausted. You're going to get exhausted. You know, if you're getting there, who knows what time you left in the morning. If you're leaving, who knows what time your flight is. Or even if your flight is leaving Disney World late, you do not want to walk around the park all day get to the airport, and let's face it, in 2022, uh, I, I think it's like something like 30% of all flights are delayed. It's just the chances of your flight getting delayed, and then you walked around the park for six hours. I it just I, I just wouldn't do it. There's so much free stuff you can do at your resort, especially, again, if you're staying at one of the deluxe resorts. There's a crap ton of stuff you can do. Hell, you could do your laundry for free, If you wanted to at the deluxe resorts, um, you could just hang by the pool. You can do resort activities. A lot of these, I know most of the deluxe resorts, right? They'll have ping pong tables, pool tables. Some of them have mini golf courses. Some of them have bocce, beach volleyball, cornhole. The pools have slides and lunch and beer and like, all of this stuff, oh, checkers and chess boards. They got um, some of the kid watch areas where you drop your kids off for baby- babysitting. They'll have like PlayStations or Xboxes and the family can just go in and play. You don't have to leave the kids. You can just go and play for free. They've got arcades. There's foosball. I mean, there's so much stuff to do at your resort. You could do save your souvenir shopping. You could do it right away, you could do it at the end. I and mean, there's it, it, just a ton of stuff to do on that day in, day out. That I would I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, a fun activity our family likes to do uh, because we go so frequently, we actually make take that last day and either scope out the next resort we want to stay in or we Go to the resort we're going to stay in next really helps to build that anticipation for the next trip. And again, it's a free activity. You jump on the bus. You go to the closest park to you. You get off. You jump. You get in line for that bus. And then you go to that resort. It's again, you can buy souvenirs from that resort. You can just check it out. You can try the food. I, I mean, it's just a ton of free stuff that you can do on your travel days. And when you're looking at park tickets at a bare minimum, depending on how long you're going, being, I don't know, $125 per person, for a family of four, if you're not buying them the day you get there or the day you leave, that's two days you're not buying park tickets. That's like $800 that you're saving. And you're not, I feel like, skimping out or missing Anything Again, if you're staying at one of these deluxe resorts, you can still go to a park and see the fireworks. You could probably see the fireworks from somewhere in your resort. I'm trying to think of the contemporary, you can see fireworks. Polynesian, you can see fireworks. Floridian, you can see fireworks. um, Beach club, yacht club, you can see Epcot fireworks. You could, I think, I'm pretty... Pretty sure you could see the Hollywood Studios fire. So, again, all of these deluxe resorts, it's not the full fireworks show, but there are fireworks going over your resort. Like, there's other stuff that you can do without necessarily having to purchase park tickets on the days that you travel. Again, from a value standpoint, it just doesn't really seem worth it to me because, again, you buy park tickets for the day. That you're you you get in and your flight gets delayed. You're supposed to get into the, you know, get in at three o'clock. Now you don't get in until six o'clock at night. What do you and you purchase park tickets? Like there's, there's no getting that money back. There's no guarantee you're gonna use them. There's no guarantee you're gonna wanna use them. You might be exhausted. So I say skip that, save the money, spend it somewhere else. Uh speaking of spending money somewhere else, when you're ordering uh meals, you know, we had gone over in the saving time uh in disney we had talked about mobile ordering and i would say when you're mobile ordering if you're not a big eater always consider doing a kid's meal on the quick serve again you're mobile ordering you don't have to prove that you're a kid or anything if you're just a light eater and you just want something small or a snack or whatever you can order a kid's meal a lot of times it comes with a drink a dessert honestly more food than um A kid would eat and probably enough food for a normal-sized adult to eat and be okay for a good amount of time. So consider ordering off of the kid's meal at the quick-serve restaurants. That's a quick, easy one um, that we'd like to try to pass along to folks. Another one that I like to um, point out to folks is pay attention to the age of your kids, right? Because at the age of under three, they are free. And then uh, at 10 years old, they are considered adults. So if your kid is eight and you're like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll go to Disney soon. Go next year. Don't wait. Don't pay a full price ticket for a 10-year-old when your kid just turns 10. Know what you're doing. Plan ahead. There's no reason to pay an adult price for a nine-year-old when you're considering going. Squeak in that extra trip. Remember, it's at the time of booking. It's the age of your child at the time of booking. Even if the kid turns halfway through the trip, it doesn't matter. So think about how old your kids are. Think about what you want to do and what, what you're maybe planning out. Definitely have the age of your children factor in on whether or not you're gonna go this year, next year, the following year, it's very important. Could really save you a crap ton of money. Uh, the next one is it's a conglomerate sort of of things to do, but it falls under. I just kind of put it under one category. Be prepared. There. Uh, what happens is you're unprepared. You haven't thought your shit through. And so something crops up, and now you got to scramble, and you wind up buying a poncho in a park because you didn't listen to me and buy your ponchos ahead of time, right? You didn't go to the dollar store, like I tell you, and buy ponchos, so now you're paying $30 for a poncho at Disney World, right? So be prepared. What do I mean by that? I'll give you a list of things you can do to be prepared. Get your groceries delivered to your room. This includes alcohol. If you want to have a couple of beers, have a six-pack delivered to your room. I don't care if you only drink two of those beers. It's cheaper than purchasing two beers at the bar at the resort. So get your food and groceries delivered to your room, including alcohol. Breakfast is a great option to do in the room. Cheap. It's right there. It's fast. It hits you. It gets you going early in the morning. It is such a a good way to spend your money. Uh, You can also do lunch that way. Lots of times we have done peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when we've gotten back into the room. Again, just be prepared. If your family does trading pins, buy your trading pins ahead of time. There'll be pins that you trade. If you don't know what trading pins are, they are pins, collectible pins, and you can trade them, literally swap them out with uh, any Disney cast member that's wearing pins or some of the shops or kiosks will have a board where they keep their trading pins on and you can go over to the board and if you see one you like, the cast member will come over and say, oh, you know, what, do you see something and you like and you just say yeah and you can give them any pin that you have for the one that you like that either the cast member has or that they have on the board. You can buy trading pins dirt cheap on Amazon. You get like a bag of them. I can't remember exactly how much it is, but when you go to the parks, you buy individual trading pins. And those usually will range between 10 20 maybe $30 for a trading pin. So again, get your the ones you're going to trade on Amazon so that if a cast member has one that you really like, grab it. The other thing I would say is don't get your kids into trading pins. It's a significant waste of time and money. Caveat, both of my kids have lanyards with trading pins all over them. They still buy trading pins. They don't wear them. They never wear them in the park. They just go on the lanyard. It's an okay keepsake, I guess. We'll see as the kids get older if they ever do anything with them. But I'll be honest with you, my boys have not done anything with their trading pins. They're hanging in their bedroom from a curtain on their lanyard, and they just sit there all year long. But when they were younger, and those damn things are heavy? They, when they were younger, I, I must have had 10 pounds worth of lanyards and trading pins that I was lugging around with all the other crap dads have to carry. So I, if you can keep your kids away from them, I highly recommend that. But if you can't, at least buy trading pins Ahead of time online saves you a ton of money. Uh, Don't rent a stroller or a wheelchair from the park. There are lots of options out there. Um, I can't remember the options that we have used in the past. It's a quick Google search. The other thing you can do, honestly, depending on what type of stroller you need, sometimes it's also cheaper to buy a stroller from Walmart and just have them deliver it to your hotel room, and then you just leave it there. I'm telling you, I think it was. This was going way back, probably 2012, 2015. We were renting strollers at 15 bucks a day. Um, wheelchairs, because sometimes we've had to use wheelchairs, 10 to 12 dollars a day. Uh, we purchased uh, strollers, brought strollers with us. We've rented strollers from the park. We've rented strollers from stroller companies. We, uh, I think we used magic strollers, but there's, I mean, there's all different kinds, right? There's Orlando stroller rentals. There's, um, uh, mouse, uh, nope, nope, nope. Global Munchkins. Eh, again, just search it. You'll find them. It, it's so much cheaper. Also, they'll give you some of the, um, the bells and the whistles with it, so it might have a rain cover for you, might have running wheels. Just, uh, it's a little bit better than maybe buying a cheap stroller from Walmart, but again, that's an option too. 15 bucks, you buy a stroller from Walmart, you have it delivered to the room, and you just throw it away. Who cares? When you rent a stroller, you're just throwing that money away too. So um, yeah, I would definitely recommend getting that stuff, having it ahead of time. Don't wait. If your kid honestly is under 8, I would probably get a stroller. I would just bring a stroller just in case. If you don't use it, who cares? Because, again, there's nothing worse than being in the park and that kid looking at you going, I'm tired. I can't walk anymore. And now you got to pay $15 every day from that day forward for a stroller. Be prepared. Just bring one with you. Like I said, hit the dollar store. Get your rain ponchos Glow sticks, stickers, toys, puzzles, candy. Get all of that stuff, you know, because one of the other ways they get you, stuffed animals, get your stuffed animals ahead of time. Uh, Because, you know, the kids get into the parks and when it gets dark at night, they want those stupid glow toys like you get at the circus, you know, the ones that are battery operated and they last about 21 minutes and then they break. Yeah, instead of buying those things at 20 bucks a pop, Get your kids some glow sticks. Put it on a string. Tell them to whip it around. If they take somebody's eye out, who cares? It's probably cheaper than buying one of those stupid glow things from Magic Kingdom. Uh, but seriously, get get that kind of stuff. Those little trinkets that they at the you know last minute your kid's gonna be like, I want that. You can be like, Oh no, no, we're not getting that. But I got this for you. It goes a long, long way. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, all kinds of glow stick stuff, little toys. Plush, you know, stuffed animals. Get that stuff ahead of time. Um, again, be prepared. Bring bring stuff with you. You do not want to get caught without these items because the upcharge on them in Disney World is outrageous. Ponchos, phone chargers, Band-Aids, Tylenol, laundry detergent. I told you, you could do your laundry for free if you stay at a deluxe resort. But they charge you $3 a box of detergent that only does one load, but you can buy po- tied pods, put them in a Ziploc bag and throw them in your suitcase and you get, I don't know, 25 t- pods in a thing. You bring five or six with you, you leave the rest at home and, and you do your laundry. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, sunscreen, again, another one that's going to kill you. Cooling towels, You'll see the Disney cooling towels with the Mickey shape on them. Every time I see that, I think to myself, not only are you hot, but you're broke. I can't believe you bought those cooling towels. You can get them on Amazon. You get a pack of like five or six for $12. I think they're $12 for one when you buy them in the park. And autograph books. Autograph books is another one. When we went over saving time, I talked to you about having your autograph book ready, your pen ready, buy all of that stuff ahead of time on Amazon. In before you get to the park, you do not want to be paying for it when once you're there. Uh, last last sort of category is um, so that was you know being prepared. So this category is add-ons and things you don't need. Um, So in this category are things like uh, park hoppers and water parks. I I feel like these are add-ons that, especially folks who are new to Disney, haven't been in a while, you're you're spending money on stuff that you probably aren't going to use anyway, or you're not going to get the value out of it for what you're spending on it. So I just truly don't think it's worth it. Uh, If you're somebody who, you know, this is your first trip or, you you know, you've maybe been three times in like a five-year span, there is plenty for you to see and do in each individual park that you don't need to worry about adding on park hoppers and water parks. If you're going for a long time, 10 days, maybe you throw a water park in there, you definitely don't throw a park hopper on there. Because you have plenty of days to get into, into and out of parks without needing to hop. There's so much to see and do, especially if you're not a frequent visitor, that I just feel like it's a waste of time to do park hoppers or water parks at all. Uh, the, another one, is currently not an option, but was an option for a long time. And I, I'm guessing maybe they'll bring it back in 20. 23 and that's the meal plan everybody goes crazy for the meal plan everybody books during the meal plan oh you get a free meal plan oh it's a free meal plan blah 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 it's not worth it it is totally not worth it the the amount of money you spend on a meal plan versus what you would spend paying out of pocket is outrageous we actually did it out one time on a trip uh, and I think it was $1,200 out of pocket. That included beverages, out, adult beverages, tips, everything. And uh, the meal plan was like $1,800. So it, it saved us between s- five and $700. And again, our caveat with it was we could not say no. Within reason, we could not say no to the kids if they wanted an ice cream or a drink or whatever it was. It was like, yeah, sure, because we really wanted to compare apples to apples because every time we got the meal plan, it was more food than we knew what to do with. And a couple of days before we left, I was in the stupid gift shop buying non-perishable items to throw in the suitcase to bring home with us because we had so many snack uh, credits left, and and it just it's just not worth it. It's an add-on. If it comes back, don't recommend it at all. Uh, the next one is a tough one for me. The last one is a, is a tough one for me, and I'll tell you why. And and it, it's rental cars and Ubers and Lyfts. Now, rental cars is not tough. We've never gotten a rental car before. We always stay on property. Um, if you're staying on property, you definitely don't need a rental car. But if you're uh, staying on property and you want to Uber or Lyft, it is a huge convenience. And you want to talk about a time saver. It is massive how much time it saves you using Uber and Lyft to get to and from. If you're – I really don't care where you are, right? Let's say you're staying at a Magic Kingdom resort and you need to go to any of the other parks – Especially some of the further out parks. You know, your Hollywood Studios. Hollywood isn't too bad. But like your Animal Kingdom. Even Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, Epcot, you're looking at a half hour travel time. Uh, Animal Kingdom, you're probably looking at 45 minutes travel time. Uber or Lyft, Animal Kingdom, 20 minutes. Uh, uh, To Hollywood Studios or Epcot, it's probably 10 minutes, 12 minutes. So it saves you a crap ton of time. But... Again, the last episode was about saving time. I don't know if I put Uber and Lyft on the saving time one. I should have. But it's an add-on you don't need. It's a perk, and it definitely is helpful, but you don't have to do it. We've done many trips where we haven't used Uber and Lyft at all. We've done trips where we've used them sparingly. At the end of the night, we're all too tired to fight waiting in line for a bus or whatever. So I might grab an Uber or a Lyft and have them pick us up at the park. Um, but for the most part, we use it sporadically. You don't have to use it. It definitely is a time saver for you. Um, so yeah, that's it. So those are the tips that we have. Like I said, broke it into three categories. Add-ons you don't need, but um, but some people do. That's the, the park hoppers, the water parks, the meal plan, rental cars, Uber and Lyft. Uh, Being prepared, again, grocery shopping, buying souvenirs ahead of time, grabbing that stuff that your family needs, Claritin or um, uh, your phone chargers, ponchos, that kind of stuff. Uh, The other ones are, you know, booking through uh, uh, David's Vacation or the DVC Rental Store to stay at a deluxe resort for a much cheaper price, shopping around for park tickets. Uh, you know, not getting tickets for the days that you travel, and of course, my favorite one: travel during the off season. All you parents that have kids, it's like, oh yeah, just just take the kids out of school in in March when they're doing exams. That'll that that'll be ideal for everybody. Like, we can't do that. We're all living folks, so yeah. So that's what's going on. That's um that's our money saving episode. Next couple of things we have working on. Like I said, Kel's going to join me for our next episode. We're gonna do things to do in the park during the holidays since that is coming up. And then shortly after that episode, I'd like to go over some uh the vacation club. There's we talk about it a lot. We talked about it on this episode. What exactly is the Disney Vacation Club? How does it work? What does it cost? We've got all the details for you. We're gonna we're gonna run through that. Uh, give me an episode on that just so you're caught up on it. Uh, just a, you know, a couple of reminders. We can now help you book your travel, whether it's your resort stay, your park tickets, uh, Disney cruises, anything that you have going on. We would love to help you out with that. There's no cost to you. Uh, we are now affiliated as Disney travel agents. So, uh, you know, there's no additional expense or anything out of pocket for you. But we can help you book that sort of stuff. Use our expertise and knowledge to help you and your family on your vacation. Uh, If you're interested, you can always go to our blog post, ReadySetDisney.com. Send us an email through there. Uh, Tell us other episodes that you'd like to hear about, things that are burning questions for you and your family before your trip or as you're leaving your trip or getting ready for your trip. Let us know. We can help you out. In the meantime, travel safe. We will talk to you soon.